welcome back, back to, to philosophy, philosophy with Anna. Maybe I should have given you some time to get that down. That was kind yeah. of off, but whatever. Also, I'm so my voice is so tired. <laughs> tired. <laughs> I guess I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. I feel like people say worn out. Okay. Anyways, you don't say tired. A tired voice. I don't think you're wrong. I've just never heard it. I have. Okay, then you're right. <laughs> Anywho, well, hello guys. Today we are going to be talking about minors on TikTok, which would be bad if we were <laughs> over 18, but we're not. So it's an age-appropriate subject that is in no way pedophilic, uh, to clarify for any listeners out there. I just think I've seen a pattern of, because there's a, I don't know. There's a, there's a combination of like body liberation, whatever, feeling free in yourself, not over-sexualizing things and not over-sexualizing minors. But then there's also minors doing sexual things on that app. Yeah. Like, you know, the girl, you know, the girl, have you seen the one where she's like, what was the thing? It's to that sound. Where they like go down and then they Oh, that one's a whole different issue. It's we'll talk about a that funny anyway. one. It's the one where the girl's like, what did she say? Was she like, where's my boyfriend? And she's like, he was busy. And she was like, doing what? And she's like, let me demonstrate. <laughs> Have you I've not seen, seen that, that one? one. I don't goes, <laughs> I'll send it to you. Wait, describe what you're saying. I'm confused. I can't. It's like. Like, like she motions. Motions it to the sound. The sound is like a breathing noise. Oh, so she like moans in it. Okay. Yeah, like that's weird. I feel like that shouldn't be normal. Like you haven't not, seen that video. I'm not. I, I only redownloaded TikTok like like three weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, and it's yeah. already consumed so much. Like I missed out on a couple months, which I'm kind of no. This oh, this is literally from like earlier this week. Oh no, I haven't seen it. You're okay. When I find it, I'll send it to you. That she send me sometimes. I'm like, where is that? <laughs> I kind of like having a mainstream for you page. It's like cleansing to the mind. I wish. No, mine's a mix of both. Yeah, I, I don't really know what's my. Yeah, I don't know. I Mine's like, it's not like dancers, but it's, you know. Sometimes yeah, it's I, like, I enjoy dancing videos. I'm not even going to lie. I get a lot of family TikToks, like family YouTubers TikToks. But I like small say- ones, like ones with like. 10k subs why are there so many of those i was obsessed with the shape uh-huh. cards in the third grade fun fact <laughs> really? who they are they're no. from idaho is i you know is utah or idaho the potato one idaho idaho but i i feel like they also are utah's from the mormon state they're also mormons so it was so funny they're more <laughs> mormons um and i think the dad like a scandal this happened after i was the multiple wives well, no, he had, like, an alcohol problem and, like, cheated, oh. but, like, they're fine now. All is good. All is well. I don't think they make videos anymore, but they're together. Anyways, um, my question was going to be, do you think TikTok oversteps the boundary recently or in your experience of, like, of, um, like, desexualizing stuff in general, like, specifically for girls? Like, I think do you think oh, they when they comment like don't post this this is like what are you talking well because people i mean like people are always saying you know like it's not this shouldn't be a sexual thing whatever but then 
I feel like there's a boundary. There's a lot. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a boundary. Like that girl's TikTok I just described. Yeah. Like, do you think commonly or not just in that instance, but overall, do you think people are stepping over that line? I think there's a different, like, I get, I feel bad for the girls who, like, will post a video and they're just showing off their outfit. And then someone said, you should delete this. This is, like, child porn. And she's like, what? I saw, I felt so bad for this girl. And then there was, like, those other ones where that challenge or trend you just described where they go down. Yeah. So basically, to it's describe like, to the viewers at, the listeners at home, um, <laughs> Basically, without, I'm not, I mean, it's not really vulgar. It's just they go down. Sing the song and they'll know. Well, they're going in what? Like doggy position? They're going in some sort of like just, position, which is inherently sexual. And I feel like it's fair to, that that is a sexualized thing because, like, obviously it's meant to be that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then and gets, the girl who's like, I think she's the top video on it, or like she's the one in the top, is like that girl, Anna. I don't know. But she's this girl from Michigan that's got a lot of followers. Oh, Michigan. She, she's like 17. Yeah. And so I definitely didn't think it was. And then the comments were so weird, especially from the older TikTokers who are like older than 18 and just saying really, oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, those TikToks ended up on, I don't know what site. Or the, I don't even know if it was the dark web. I just know it was some website and like basically pedophiles were watching the videos and they were like getting off to it, obviously, because they're literally pedophiles. they can just go on TikTok themselves. No need for some dodgy site that's going to get you on a list, which yeah. is sad because you could, if you wanted to just go on TikTok and then find minors. Well, yeah, but that. Yeah. So I guess I guess to the point of like, if they're going to do it anyways. Well, OK, so the reason I think this particular trend is interesting is because I a bunch of people were posting videos like don't do these delete this if you did it blah 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 and it's like I'm not saying this to like stop you from having fun or stop you from you know being yourself but like there's a little literal pedophiles doing it and it's like at what point do you think obviously pedophiles are pedophiles they have the responsibility to not be attracted to minors and not you know like not be pedophiles Mm-hmm. But to what extent do you think it's like the responsibility of teenagers to not post stuff like that? That's what I feel like it's like really hard to balance because like obviously it's up to them if they post it. However, how people receive that, like you could literally just post a normal TikTok and you're underage and then someone's going to do something with that. Mm-hmm. And so like it's really hard, but obviously don't do anything that's like inherently going to be sexual. Um, but it's like I don't like blaming the person exactly yeah. who is the victim in this situation but i do think that minors need to keep in consideration how certain tiktoks will be perceived but then even with that people like i said before people take it too far mm-hmm. and girls who are naturally curvy or have bigger boobs are then told if like you can see some of their cleavage or something to delete it it's like that's just their body we can't yeah no yeah i agree with that i think it's a hard line to fall follow because like I remember this one girl I I don't even really remember her username I think I think she's actually from New York Queens maybe but uh I think her name is Deadpan or something like that oh that girl she she gets a lot but some of her stuff is a bit like you know yeah but then other stuff it's like literally just her in a corset yeah so like I remember there was one video and it was obviously like a purposely sexual video because she was like she like laid down on a bed and like the lights were in it was like her Mm -hmm. like 
whatever doing I guess like touching her neck or whatever and at that but I honestly didn't really see an issue with it I was just like whatever like that's let her vibe I guess like I didn't really but a lot of people had an issue with that but then I was like maybe that's hypocritical of me because with the trend of people going down or going into whatever like doggy position it's just I was like oh that's that's like you shouldn't do that I feel like that's Mm kind of common sense and obviously it's not your fault if you end up on a fucking pedophile's radar but you like I think it's just a smart decision not to post stuff like that but then when I originally saw her video, I was like, I don't understand why people are complaining so much. Like, sexual teenagers are naturally sexual human beings. Mm-hmm. Why should they have to, like, stop that? But I don't know. I think it's, I, I feel like it's complicated just because, obviously, people can turn anything, like you said, that's normal into something bad or over-sexualize it. Mm-hmm. But I also think sometimes people have a standard of sexualization where they, like, like they think something like, like the whole idea of like sexual or teenage girls should not be sexualized is a fact. Like, no, they should, women in general should not. But if there are sexualized things that aren't just going to stop being sexual, like literal, and like, I feel like the, the bar for that isn't, shouldn't be too high, but it's like, if you're literally like moaning in someone's ear, like, no, it's just too, like there's girls and like, I just feel so bad. Like there'll be also the guys, the underage guys are heavily sexualized as well. Mm-hmm. And you get people in their comments just saying really, honestly, if I was a guy and I was getting some of the comments they get about like asking them to rail them and certain stuff, um, I would mind. I would not feel comfortable at all. Mm-hmm. And I think like people, well, yeah, power differences in society, obviously it's not going to be interpreted as much as, you know, if a guy did that to a girl and everyone would be like, she didn't consent to this. I think it goes both ways. Like it's just that, when the guys do it, I think it's more not seeking it. Cause again, they're technically the victim in the situation, but posting shirtless videos is gonna, yeah. And doing certain actions in a TikTok obviously is going to get you some sort of weird comments, but I feel bad for the guys who would post a skating vid and have super sexualized comments. Yeah. I feel like stuff like that, because that, that's where it gets confusing, especially when, like, teener, teenagers do it to other teenagers. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody's posting yeah, it's thirst like- trap videos, like, is it wrong of someone to comment on that? Because I know Vinny Hacker, I think he was like, yeah, guys, these comments are getting a little out of hand. Yeah. And, like, I think most people, most people felt bad for him, but I'm sure some had the belief of, like, well, he posts stuff like that on purpose. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I don't, I haven't honestly to be, like, watched his videos that much. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. seen that many, so I don't know what he does. But well, he does do the videos I was talking about, but he spoke out about not feeling comfortable. So if someone feel, doesn't feel comfortable doing it, they didn't ask for it. Like, they, you shouldn't do it. Exactly. But if, like, I know Hamza said he doesn't mind the sexualized comments. It's like, if someone says they don't care, they don't care. But yeah. you do. You have to respect that. And it's just, TikTok's such a mess. Such a messy place. It's the messiest app, and I need They're to They're so it. messy. I would hate to be TikTok famous. I would get canceled. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I'd easily. And it's such a, it's so, like, it's a, the worst part about it, and I feel like, I guess this goes for all different social medias, um, is that it's just so, like, you start believing that that's the world. Like, you start believing yeah. that the TikTok world is actually, like, represents the world around you. And, like, when Trump was leading or whatever, or even, like, even though he's not leading, he obviously got a lot of votes, and people were, like, they were like, what is this? Like, are some of you not voting for Biden? Like you said you would, whatever. And obviously that was a joke. Like, I, I know that they were kidding. But I do think that, like, people have this perception of, like, honestly, all I see mainly is, like, suburban 
kids and the city kids. And I feel like most of the suburbs I see are probably from liberal areas. So, like that's the stuff mm-hmm. you get. So like, yeah, but even with that, like, I think there's just like, you have so much, you can say anything you want. Like you can really comment anything. Yeah. And I think that's like, like even the freedom to kind of post what it, okay. You know what I had a problem with? People did a deep face thing where they like, switched Addison and Dixie's face onto porn stars and then put it as their profile picture video mm. and I was like that's disgusting like I don't care if they're like technically yeah. not underage that's still gross mm-hmm. like that's yeah. just so far and it looked like people were like oh my god it looks so real did I see one yeah and did it look real very much so <laughs> which is why I felt so bad for them yeah it's it's really weird and I feel like even I mean as you said, it's obviously up to the person. Like, if they don't mind the comments, then obviously it's fine. But I feel like if somebody makes it, like, the, the general assum- assumption to begin with, obviously you're going to be more direct on social media because you're not in person. Like, that's a given. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, because you can, like, hide behind a profile, whatever, all that stuff that you hear in, like, screenagers. But, like, obviously... That's that was the worst documentary. That did nothing. That was same, with, same with that social, the social dilemma, whatever it was called. That was actually really, like, it repeated information. I learned nothing. No, nothing. So, they're so bad. And I guess the issue is, like, tech, or social media specifically is constantly changing. And honestly, in my lifetime, like, I really don't, like, I've seen serious situations of cyberbullying presented in the same way that they are in movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think that would be a good thing to talk about if these teenage movies that we have to, like, screenager movies that we have to watch every year. Yeah. They're not realistic. Yeah, they need, like, actual input. They need journalists to do this, honestly. They need journalists to go in, interview teenagers. Obviously, Mm -hmm. where you live might change, like, what you're seeing. No, when I talk to suburban, like, when I'm forced to talk with my dad's colleagues' kids, and they all live in the suburbs, like, Connecticut, they're so, (laughs) they're just so different. Yeah. I'm not like a city kid. Like, I don't, I don't think I act like a city, like, obviously. Oh, I feel like. You could tell. I think you are. I've been told I look like I'm from the suburbs, which is so offensive. I don't think you do. You don't dress like you do. You dress like a little city lady. Oh my God. Thank you. See, I think a city, but not New York City. Yeah. Well, I feel like I would see you more as like a European, like France. Yeah. I also identify as a European (laughs) Not London though. I feel like London kids dress more similar to us than they do France. Well, different. I think I dress like the twenty-year-olds in London because I shop at the okay. same stores as them. Yeah, I don't know what they dress like to be fair, but yeah, I just back to TikTok. Sorry to. <laughs> I just think that, like, it's so complicated because, first of all, that app is hell. And but the thing is, I don't. It's so nervous. Just, it's so nervous. It's very anxiety-inducing, and I honestly like my life was so much better when I didn't have it. Not that it's bad now. It's just like it's not really adding anything for me. But I'm not deleting it because I'm like, because I'm before attached. I, yeah, I deactivated my account before. Like I got rid of it completely. Oh, of, like, that's commitment. I'm hardcore. I'm hardcore, babe. That's really um, hardcore. <laughs> but I was like, but I was like, I can't do that the second time, which first of all, obviously I can. And I literally just made the same account, with the same username. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I'm not going to. And I don't know why. And I could also just delete the app and then log back in later. But I'm also not going to do that. But I think that, that I feel like the app, like, honestly, I know there's a bunch of stuff about whatever it being, like, hacking people, whatever. I don't know 
you know, the whole China people. Honestly, it. I don't care. I don't, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> I don't care. But I do think that, um, I do think it like tries pretty decently to like limit um, vulgar stuff. Well, and it does a pretty good job of it, in my opinion. It does, but I feel like it comes more from not the people producing the content, but the people consuming it and the comments. Like, there was one video, and it's this one white girl, and she's with black guys, and then all the comments are, you can guess what they're about. And so it was just disgusting, because if the same video was made with all white men, it's yeah. not going to be the same hypersexualized comments. And it's literally, like, the sexualization of teens of color, especially mm-hmm black boys like whenever there's a video where it's predominantly black men and there's few women or just one woman yeah it's always about that, that. one reference to that one photo of like a girl sitting on a couch I don't know if it's like a porn thing I think it is I think it is too. but it's like it's not even I mean I guess people probably saw a comedic value in it like the first time the joke started mm-hmm. it's just not even funny like it's but just it's also like it's just reinforcing so many stereotypes and just like Mm-hmm. yeah it's so disgusting yeah and it's and tiktok is not made for kids of color oh yeah well that's but i don't know if that's because of the app or because of just people i it's think the people. it's the people it's the people i don't like the app there's been some like theories that the app hides but most of my stuff on my favorite page is people of color so i think it's literally just what you like mm-hmm. but um I feel like the app itself, that's the thing. Like, I don't, honestly, I don't know how much to blame they are. I mean, because it gets annoying to it, to filter stuff out to a point. Like, Instagram, first of all, a lot of people in general think Instagram's a very, like, boring app now. Mm-hmm. And they filter stuff a lot. Like, you can't say, like, I hate all men. Like, you can't, or, like, men suck or women suck, whatever. And, I mean, in, to an extent, I'm not saying that's a bad thing necessarily. Obviously not. But people, like, they kind of, like, reach a point where it gets they you know block stuff too much and tiktok they try to do like in terms of handling sexualized stuff they also try to limit that but then they just end up messing it up like they just yeah because they'll just they'll see big tits and they're like no is that your cat's reflection in the window yeah oh Oh, that's your cat (laughs) climbing the window (laughs) it was so distracting i'm so sorry i'm sorry no yeah he looks like he's always about to fall out every time he's he's good He's so long. He's long, but he's tiny for a full-grown cat. That was like a mini Slenderman right there. Extend. But yeah, like, I, I don't know. Because Twitter, I know they don't filter anything. And that's the big, like, people enjoy that a lot. And now they're getting, like, not under fire, but I guess now, like, with, with Trump tweets, for example, I've never seen them do anything like that. Like that yeah. checking type thing. I've, oh, like, I know Facebook is the, usually the main culprit for political false information being spread. Mm-hmm. But Twitter... To, in my experience I've never seen them be like this is not true but they started doing that but with like in terms of sexualized content they don't care like I think people sex workers literally make money off of just that yeah app. like yeah. not even only fans it's just just that app but with TikTok I think they just like their system does it so that it's not it's a, an issue of the system and the people but I think I system whatever they'll find a way maybe but I think what's more interesting to me is the people and I, my, I have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that, like, I guess I don't know the answer to this either, but do you think that um, if people are at a point going to kind of get bored of over-sexualized internet talk? 
whether that's on TikTok or anywhere, specifically for teenager to teenager? Um, unfortunately, I kind of feel like teens will always be sexualized and then the conversation will get tired. Like, I do think that people get tired of the conversation. I don't think it, like, I think it should be continued though, because it puts so many teens at risk and yeah. so many just like in general people at risk. Because like, if we look at it, it's not only TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. I can't watch Gossip Girl, Pretty Little Liars, or Vampire, like any of those, because it's literally 20 to 30-year-old people playing mm-hmm. teenagers, and they're doing very explicit things. And then people think that, like, and then that if they were played by actual teenagers, you would feel very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which is why I feel like there's just this weird, like, teens have sex. Like, that's normal. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is the way they portray it on TV. Mm-hmm. And, like, people watch it knowing they're teens and they're watching them do things. And I don't think that's... Yeah. They're, like... No, I'm glad you brought that up, actually. Because I literally... I have such an issue with teen TV shows, partially because of that, but just in general. They're badly I mean, written. Like, they're, they're badly written. Sometimes they're, they're entertaining. Like, I'll say, I really enjoy Euphoria. Like, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, that was so entertaining. And I don't think necessarily that it's meant to be realistic I feel like it's more meant to be like a symbolic thing and I think that's Mm kind of shown through like I mean it ended with what like Zendaya having a gospel choir number like I don't think it's meant to be realistic but people keep calling things realistic that just are not like it's just not true yeah and it's not that there's no teens facing drug addiction it's not that there's no teens doing like fucking what tinder hookups outside of like whatever Kat did I don't really know Mm -hmm. what Kat did but she did something oh fan cam girl not oh yeah cam. it's not like a cam girl thing maybe that does exist but my issue is they just shove everything into one show and then they make no. that seem normal and i get it's for entertainment purposes and it's not like i think the sh- show should stop wanting to be realistic like first or of all like trying to make some statement because when you aim at like obviously when there's movies that do that very well but yeah. when tv shows do it it's like you're doing this for how like multiple seasons like it's getting boring yeah and also you'd never do it right (laughs) yeah like I okay I'm I've told you this before I've told many people this I'm really bad at finishing tv shows like I just skip around so much I don't even do that I start and then I'm like no I'm not continuing sometimes I watch the last episode just because I want to know what happens in the end of the show Mm -hmm. like Gotham World I couldn't finish One Tree Hill I couldn't finish I love yeah. Winter Who. It's not that it's bad. Like, I'm not, no judgment to, like, fans of it or anything. But it's just so, like, like, I'm, I just, I honestly think the only thing that could save the, like, teenage film genre, and I've thought about this, like, I've in my, sometimes I, before I go to sleep, I'm, I, like, imagine it at Beacon. Like, the only thing I think that could save the teenage film genre, genre in terms of realism mm-hmm. um, is, like, a show like Community or The Office, like a sitcom. Yeah. Because also, they don't make, like, now that I'm thinking of it, the te- content created for teens is also very sexualized. Yeah. Like, you can create stuff for kids without trying to, like, and there's also nothing wrong with about, about embracing sexuality at all. Yeah. Like, I'm very for that. But I do think there's a problem when you go on the teen section of Netflix and it's literally just, like, they're all the same. Yeah. And it's all about teens, you know, doing stuff that adults are like, oh, that's so age inappropriate, which they do anyway. But like, can't we just have a comedy? 
yeah office can't we just have a drama like like what's a good drama um I think of one right now i'm gonna try to think of one well that's the issue all the dramas not all of them that's not true but a lot of them take place like, like gray's anatomy and like how to get away with murder and scandal scandal has a lot but like there's nothing wrong with that because it's about adults and it's yeah adults doing things like i think grand army did a good job of like i didn't finish the it. consensual scenes because they cut Layla off who was like the underage girl like they didn't show her doing stuff to him besides uh-huh. like beyond kissing like if they were doing stuff you can't see her like there's a I- scene where she goes down on him and like and you can't see her that's and I think that's good. Like, you can have scenes yeah. like that, but just don't show the children. <laughs> Wait, I have one more thing. I have another. Th- I have a lot of things to say, but I'm going to add Nia to the room. I think that, um, I think that a whole, re- like, a big reason people think um, shows and, like, media and social media and all that, like, romanticize mental illness is because in TV shows specifically, it's all based on very sexual, like, hardcore things. Like, mm-hmm. people's sadness and people's reasons for whatever, being upset or actually having an illness. Like, they base it 100% on, like, a bad sex experience or, like, a Yeah, no, I just, you're so but, like, but in, in reality, that's, first of all, that's not how mental illness works. And that's the issue is that they always present it as something of, like, they have to be doing a shit ton of drugs, having sex, doing whatever. But, like, they don't even talk about shows very briefly have started to mention, like, the college application process or homework. Because it's less interesting, but it's more accurate. And I yeah. think mixing stuff like that in would be like, I honestly, I think I'd rather watch a documentary of high school life at this point because I'm so sick of the same repeated shows. No, honestly, it's yeah. so annoying. I also feel like kids <laughs> like, want to like rush and be like, oh my God, I identify so much with this character. I identify so much with this TV show. And I'm like, some of the content in the TV show is like, I mean, it, it can be relatable to some, but it's kind of extreme. Like, I mean, obviously I haven't seen Euphoria, but I know that like, like the characters aren't necessarily likable and things like a lot of like things happen because obviously it's like a drama TV show. You can't just be like a kid, like, like me, like, oh my God, I think I forgot my dance assignment. And that's like <laughs> the biggest things that happens in the show. But like, like, I see way too many people on TikTok being like, I identify with Cassie so much. I identify with Maddie so much. It's like, the and thing so, is, like, I totally, like, sex is a part of a lot of teens' lives and a big component of their component mm-hmm. of their lives. And it's so, like, you know, growing up and you have daddy issues and then you seek male, <laughs> uh, male validation, like Cassie did. Like, it's just, you relate to that. And, like, it's fair representation. Like, but it's just every character is like that. And it's so extreme. Missy is my only representation. Missy <laughs> and Rocky from Shake It Up. Yeah, like I love, honestly, I, I love Big Mouth. Like I think Big Mouth is great and it's funny. And I don't know, like realistic, obviously it's purposely exaggerated. I think the <laughs> problem with drama shows is that they, they try to, like they're thought of as supposed to be realistic, just a little bit more dramatic. But I don't, I do not think Euphoria is realistic at all. And it's not to say those things don't happen or to say like, just because they certain things haven't happened in my life and they don't happen in other people's lives. I just mean like it is so unlikely that in one school when are they doing call of that is gonna happen. No homework. And when they bring up exactly. college, it's like a two-minute ordeal and it's not like that's a lot of people, their stress is just not, and like regular hanging out. Like they don't just vibe in parks, I feel like. But like, I also wonder sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. No, I was gonna say, like, I also wonder if, like, these shows, like, not just, like, the ideas, but kind of, like, the lives that they perpetuate kind of, like, 
further, I guess, like, I don't know, deteriorate the mental health of, like, some, like, high schoolers or kids who are just trying to portray. Because I feel like in certain shows, like, let's talk about Pretty Little Liars for a second. Oh. They have, like, a girl who's pursuing a relationship with a teacher. That's so gross. And they portray it as OTP. Or they have, like, these relationships and they make kids think that, like, the, the second you enter high school, you have to be doing all these things, like partying, getting into relationships and such. Which is, like, fine if you do. But it's not necessarily, like, a normal thing for everyone. And when that's the only, like, representation you see and then the people who, like, don't are, like, kind of, like, the loners or the outcasts, I'm sure it's kind of, like, damaging for some students. It kind of, like, causes mm-hmm. people to mature faster than they might be ready for. Yeah. yeah. I've always thought, like, I I think a lot of, like, I think our generation gets a lot of criticism for growing up too fast, which is, I don't oh. think our fault. Obviously, there's things we can control, but I don't think it's our fault that we, like, grow up too fast. Because one, world situations, and I know those happen in every generation. I know, obviously, like, the coronavirus is a very new thing that isn't you know like typical but you know the vietnam war all that jazz all that jazz it happens to other generations but i think like being in a post 9-11 world whatever all that stuff is added to it but the type of content that's being created for us i think can like is adding to the maturing faster and i don't think they can blame that on us like if that's but also it's at a point it's like if that's what we like to see like obviously they make these shows because they get good ratings but I feel like they could make, like, I would much rather just watch, like, a documentary. I think that'd be so fun. I also feel like it comes with the digital age because, like, we're, we're, like, we have so much, like, access and resources to see, I guess, to be aware. Um, more things are put out that we're exposed to at a young age. Like, like, for example, like, there was that video floating around of, like, a man killing himself or shooting himself. Like, I didn't see it. I didn't click on it. But obviously... Like, if, it, it, if like, um, iPhones weren't a thing, if social media wasn't a thing, if we were back to, like, 20 years ago, a lot of kids wouldn't have been exposed to that, if that makes sense. So I feel like we're, we're forced to kind of grow up in a certain way because of, like, we have so much more information at our fingertips and we kind of feel like we have to do something. Yeah. Um, if that, if that makes sense. But I also feel like, like, especially, like, in not, I guess in our generation, I feel like we're kind of pushed to become pre-professional if that makes sense like much faster like we're in, we have to like create these organizations mm-hmm. to create change because of the college application processes where you have like all these child prodigies that are like pushed to their limits for sports or like gymnastics or also um other sports i remember like i was like i don't know if it was an interview about like i think it was a kobe bryant interview talking about his daughter yeah. um and he was talking about how he's just like he was pra- like teaching her the basics because like at Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan was her age he was playing baseball he wasn't like trying to pursue basketball mm-hmm. professionally but now you have kids who are put into camps at like age four to like become yeah. an athlete. No, yeah, I agree with that. I think like there's a huge thing, and I think this both goes for sexuality and like and success. There's a similar thing. Well, one thing that's weird is I know there were statistics that were like this generation is having or millennials or our generation, whatever is having less sex than the previous ones, whether or not that's true. I don't actually have like the source for that or anything like that, but I don't really think like, that's not even the point. I think it's just like the, like with, with, in terms of success, I definitely think there's a constant, like, like if the expectation of what age you should be successful was a chart, 
it'd be like a linear line down because people I think they're just expecting it faster and faster and faster and it's like if you're not set at 23 then maybe something's messed up with you exactly and I feel like that's kind of why like more young people kind of want to get attention on social media if that makes sense they're willing to go to like certain extents like mm-hmm. maybe show it like maybe like I don't know putting themselves out there in a way that they might not like that they might that they might that they might not not that they I don't know. I can't put on losing my words. That they probably shouldn't be at that age, just to kind of like attain fast success. And like you know, we see that like this fast success from social media gives you money real quick. Like Emma Chamberlain, millionaire at in 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 her teens, and we see like on social media, like for example, like when I scroll through like like Kendra or Kylie Jenner's Instagram, I'm like, oh my god, it must be nice to be able to afford these things such a young age and like fly all your friends out on a vacation at that age and just have fun and chill and have to worry or like work super super hard on school um during like the best years of your life but obviously again it's not reality for most people I feel like for some people the goal was like oh to build up to having a nice life and have for your family but now I feel like it's like building up to have a nice life before you get a family but like while you're still young and because of this people just feel more forced to I guess like get success quick or start building their success earlier on and i mean i think that success is both monetary and also to go back like sexual in a sense because i and i'm not even saying like i feel like i'm a hypocrite saying all this because i very much do enjoy certain entertainment content that is like perhaps really fake and really not accurate of what we should be expecting but like for example okay so in middle school I was, as you know, a Dan and Phil fan, which those YouTubers, that's a whole nother episode I'll talk about, or another topic I'll talk about one day, how much British YouTube YouTubers in 2012 shaped, shaped my life. But I remember Dan Howell was like, he was talking about skins and he was like, yeah, that show encouraged a lot of bad things within my, like within the people I was friends with. And I think that's an interesting point because it's like, they're in, like, I liked the show. Like, I, not the, I, I liked the show even though I didn't finish it because I never finished shows because I, like, te- teen TV shows because I just, like, at a point, it just gets too much. But, like, these shows are entertaining. And so it's, like, why, what's the reason for them to stop? And if they should stop? I, personally, I don't think these shows should necessarily stop. I just think they either need to, they start, need to do two things. One, start making shows that are, like, in college settings. So many of these shows would make so much more sense in college or adult, young adult life. The second thing would be to have, to also, in, on top of creating whatever they're creating right now, also make stuff that is sort of more documentary style. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean like it's like a documentary, but it's just less, it doesn't have to be the drama category. Totally agree. Like, I'm back. Sorry, I took out dinner. <laughs> like, do college kids not exist? The- like they don't there's no college tv shows that's an american pie <laughs> yeah but like there's like what tv is parallel liars so much more interesting if it was just all set in college because mm-hmm. then someone fucking their teacher wouldn't be that weird exactly and, and like mean, yeah no, you go no you go you go you no, go for a bit no you go Okay. I, I was thinking about what you said earlier about, um, I don't know if it was you or me yet, but you were both talking about Pretty Little Liars. And once again, a show I have not finished, but I have watched some of it and I think I know what happens. 
um, what am I, oh, Ezra, is that right? The teacher and Aria, the teacher and the student being together. And I, like, obviously in my head, I'm like, that is bad, that is wrong. But if like a huge trend on social media and on TikTok is to simp over your grown ass teachers. I mean, and it's, like, it's fun, it's entertaining, like it's funny. And I don't- It's different if it was a crush than an actual relationship. Yeah. But I definitely think that people, like, they're normalized to that. I think people are also normalized to having dating apps before you're 18. But that also, like, honestly, like, I don't think a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old is, like, a bad thing. I think it's just so a part of our lives now that it doesn't even matter. I'm totally fine with the characters and TV shows that exist. It's the fact that there's no other ones. Like, yeah. how they portray mental health, like, it's not pretty in real life. Yeah. Like, when the characters have a panic attack, it's just very much, like, mm-hmm. non-real. Like, everyone reacts to anxiety in different ways. But, like, also where they are and, like, the support. Like, Andy Mack probably has the most, like, mm-hmm. real example of what having a panic attack is like. Like, it comes out of nowhere. There's, like, because it's different from an anxiety attack. You know, you kind of have to go through it on your own most of the time, which is a whole other issue. But, like, I just feel like the way, especially depression, how they kind of portray that, it's just, I don't know. I just have a problem with all of it. Like, it's not pretty. It's not something you want to go through or want to have. And then, yeah. Yeah. And, like, shows, I mean, they create aesthetics out of things. That's kind of, like, their goal. But I do agree. I don't think these shows are bad. And I don't think that, like, um in general teens embracing sexuality on social media is bad it's just that there's no balance like it's all yeah specifically in shows i will say on social media there's at least like comedy content but that's it i guess there's like funny stuff thirst traps and then there's like some political teens and that's mm-hmm. like whatever they can do their thing i so that's sometimes interesting um but what was i saying oh i think like with tv shows in particular um, it's just, like, it's, there's no variety, and I honestly don't know, like, no judgment if you're a fan of all these shows, of, like, all the Gilmore Girls, One Tree Hill, Gossip Girl, Grand Army, Euphoria, but does it not get boring for people? Because for me, I, maybe I just have a bad attention span, but it gets very boring for me. No, me too, and it's, like, I watch, the same TV shows as my parents. Not because it's like, oh, look at me, I'm so mature. I watch TV made for 40-year-old people. <laughs> it's just like, that's the only thing that I feel is entertaining for me personally. Because like, I'm not going to watch it. I'm more likely to find a person on TV that I relate to there than I do. Like Fleabag. Oh my God, I love Fleabag. There was just so, that was just so well done. And it's like, if these teen, because she also, a lot of her life has to do with sex, if these TV shows were just better written, then, you know, maybe I wouldn't have a problem. And, like, as you said, the characters are just so one-dimensional, and they all, like, have big issues in their lives because of relationships or because of sex, and, like, of course that happens. But as someone who doesn't care about men and doesn't spend mm-hmm. any time with them, like, can I have a character that is not called a feminazi or is, like, portrayed as just some raged woman who eventually finds a relationship with a guy? Like, can it just... And, like, Booksmart is probably the closest thing to, like, a person like me because all they do is study. Except my 
want to study wasn't to be better than people. It's just literally because my anxiety doesn't let me not study. Mm -hmm. And it's like what I have to do because I like, I feel like I need to do it. And so like, even with that saying, oh, you know, relax in high school, you just have fun. It's not that easy for some people. Yeah. And so even that was kind of annoying for me. Yeah. And like even people who don't like with school, if that's not necessarily their focus, there's also other stuff of like, like they're usually a lot of people do have busy lives outside of school that isn't what's in TV shows, whether that's whatever extracurriculars. But for a lot of people, that's literally just like having a family and like having a job or just like being alone and just, I don't know, doing stuff that you enjoy doing, but that may not necessarily be beneficial towards school, but like that, but it's also just not what's in TV shows. All right. Thank you guys. Thanks for coming.